Welcome back to my podcast, Paper Lemons. This is Lorraine. I just wanted to give you an update on my uh, rescue doggy process um, adventure. So, can I just say, or can I just ask, have you ever felt just so defeated? I mean, just to the point where, I don't know. It, so I went to the local shelter tonight after work, and like I had mentioned before, I can only make it on uh, a Wednesday night because they close at 7, and all the other nights they close before I even get off work. So I've been going to this place for the last couple weeks on Wednesday nights, and I saw a dog last week and she was still available today so I saw her I spent some time with her in the little room little like get get to know each other room and she's adorable um, and I had this one friend there that she's a volunteer and she helps she was helping me find the right dog for my living situation because I'm in an apartment so I am limited limited to what breed of dog I can have so I walked outside first I saw that you know the dog was there the one I was interested in then I thought well I want to make my rounds and see if there's any other dogs that would fit my um, living situation so I looked around and I didn't really see any um, I just glanced real fast and then I saw my friend there so I was I said hi and we're chit-chatting and she's like well there are a couple other dogs let me show you which ones they are so she pointed out a couple other ones so I spent time with the first one from that we saw last week so I did spend some time with that one she's adorable um, yeah she was really she was almost perfect and so I thought okay let me just try and spend some time with these other two just to make sure because you never know because it's not you know I just wanted to make sure I was the right fit for the dog not just the dog being the right fit for me I needed to be the their human you know what I mean they can't speak they can give you a reaction they can look in your eyes they can kind of tell you without being able to speak that you're their human so I was looking for that because this is my forever dog I'm not gonna get a dog and return it two weeks later or the next day unless of course something was bad you know like the dog was biting or something but um, so then we looked at the second dog so the first dog's a female the second dog was or is a male and I have no preference it doesn't matter and he was part um, the paper said Shepherd and Sharpay he did not look anything like a Shepherd he was shorter he was you know just maybe a medium-sized dog and um, beautiful very beautiful dog nice color everything and we were outside with him and he's running around we're giving him treats <clears throat> and he just didn't he just you know didn't give that attention to me or my grandkids they were with me like the first dog did but he was a little bit more mellow more chill the first one is a little bit more anxious a little bit 
um, more hyper. And so my friend, the volunteer, she works, she was working the inside of the, the place. And then she said, there's another dog outside. Um, let's go look at it. And I said, okay. So she pointed this dog out. I think it was a girl and it was, a. um, yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was some type of, some type of a, a Australian shepherd type. I can't think of it. Anyway, so it was one that was not restricted for my, um, for where I live. And so she's like, I got to get back inside. So let me just, you know, just wait for one of the, the ladies here to open up one of the pens or the, the areas to hang out with the dog. Well, they have four of them outside and they were all occupied by dogs. So I just had to wait for one of them to move one dog and then bring the other dog back out or bring that dog out. So that way we could, you know, interact with it. And so we're standing there and this person that works there saw that I was waiting and she blatantly ignored me, us. Um, she had kind of an attitude with me about three or four weeks ago when I was there. She's a young person and I don't know, and maybe she's just not having a, a good time at her job. I don't know. I think it would be awesome to work with these dogs, but anyways, so she was not, she was just ignoring us. So I went back inside and found my friend and I said, yeah, you know, they weren't really paying attention to what that we needed to, that I wanted to see another dog. And so, um, so then my friend walked outside and, you know, said, Hey, you know, this person here wants to see this dog from this kennel. So she went ahead and let one, the other young gal went ahead and pulled one of the dogs out, brought the dog in that we wanted to see. And we're sitting in there. We probably sat in there about 10 or 15 minutes and you have to, you know, they close at seven. So by six 30, you either have to have a choice made if you're going to adopt and get that process rolling, or you just hang out till seven hang out with dogs, look at the dogs, and then you leave. So it was almost, it was like, I don't know, 620 maybe. And so this dog that we were looking at, just, it's a cute dog, just wasn't really giving us any attention or, or being curious about us or just, it just didn't seem like they cared. You know, I just wasn't getting that feeling that we were, that I was his, I was her human. So I said, okay, kids, let's, you know, let's go and let's go back inside. So we stood up by the gate opening and this young gal kept seeing that we were standing there. We we're the only ones out there visiting with the dog. All the other dogs were put away because they were getting ready to close. And we just stood there and she kept walking by us. And then she went over to the side, like there's a side door that they can go back just for employees only. And I looked over, she went to the door, turned around, looked at us, and then turned back around and walked inside this room and never came back out. And then my friend, a few minutes later, well, no, I'm sorry, about 30 seconds later, she walks up, she goes, hey, did, you know, what's going on? I said, can you please let us out? You know, this girl's ignoring us. So by that time, I was already frustrated and a bit upset. <clears throat> so she let us out and we walked back inside and we went back into the room where the first two dogs were at that we saw and they happened to be in kennels right next to each other. So, you know, it's like 628 and I needed to make a decision which one and I was 
kind of, I was upset with what had just transpired outside and, and I don't want to be rushed in trying to pick a dog. I want a dog, but I don't want to rush into getting a dog. I want to get the right dog. I want to be the right human for a dog because this is a forever till death do us part, right? <laughs> so the kids wanted me, my grandkids wanted me to get the first dog. And then I thought, well, you know, she was kind of barking and I'm concerned about the dog barking on the weekends when I'm at work. And that, that's, you know, something I worry about, even though people around here don't care about the noise that they make, but still, that's me. I'm pretty considerate when it comes to noise and all that stuff. I don't, I just, I respect my neighbors and I don't make noise. So then I started walking up to the front and I don't know, I just, I was upset. I broke down. I, I'm just, my heart, my whole heart is invested in trying to find and rescue the right dog. And it's, I'm just overwhelmed with everything and the fact that I can only go once a week for an hour and I just was feeling the pressure and just trying to figure out what I wanted. So then I went up to the counter and my friend was telling the ladies behind the counter what my situation was. And so the one, the second dog that we, were, that we had visited, I mentioned it was part shepherd and Sharpay. Well, where I live, they don't accept shepherds. So gal at the computer she went back to the guy in charge and they made an arrangement to change the description to just like part lab and part sharpay or kind of fudging it a little bit I guess I don't know they probably don't know exactly what the mix is because this dog was a stray so I doubt they do DNA tests on all these dogs when they come in it's just a guess by the way they look but it did not even look like a shepherd definitely you can tell sharpay but anyway, so that took about five minutes, and I was talking to another lady behind the counter. We're just, you know, chit-chatting back and forth, and, you know, I had a tissue with me because my eyes were kind of watery, and I'm just very emotional about dogs and their well-being and, you know, trying to want to save every dog, you know, in the world. But then I told the lady, next, you know, that was sitting there, she said, you know what, maybe I'll just come back next Wednesday because I just... I don't want to just be rushed and just get this dog just for the sake of getting a dog. I just need to feel that it's, I need to feel it 100%. And I wasn't feeling it 100% with either of the dogs. And so the other girl came back from the manager's office or whoever in charge. And that's when she told me that they would change the um, the breed so that way my apartment complex would, would um, be okay with the dog and this is the, the Sharpay one not the first one the first one was um, the Border Collie she's the one that was there last week so sorry I don't know if I mentioned that so you have the Border Collie from last week and then the Sharpay mix from tonight first time seeing that one and so I told the girl I said you know what I'm I really hate I'm sorry I put you through all this trouble, which was not really more than five minutes. I said, but I think I'm just, I'm going to come back next Wednesday. And I, and I could barely get the word out without my voice cracking. And I just couldn't say a word. 
and I just kind of mouthed the word bye and started walking away and put my sunglasses on and I was just really sad. I cried. I walked outside and my grandkids, you know, were behind me and got in the car and I was explaining to them that I can't just get a dog just to get a dog just because I want a dog. It has to be the right fit. So they understood. And then um, my granddaughter told me that she didn't care for the lady that was sitting behind the counter that we were chatting with. And I said, why not? She was really nice. She was, you know, just talking back and forth. And she said that when we walked away, after I turned around and walked away, that she started laughing at me because I, I had started crying. She chuckled. And I, 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 that just defeated me. That was the ultimate stab in the heart. But she doesn't know how much I want a dog. How much I want to rescue a dog or two dogs or whatever it is. But that was just the, the ultimate hurt that I felt in this process. And the fact that the other girl was so rude to us. And then to encounter this woman laughing at me. She was probably the same age as me. By mid-50s. And she's laughing at me like we're in grade school. She has no idea, no idea, nothing, she knows nothing about me or my journey and all this and my struggles and what I want and what I need and what, anything, nothing. And it's just, people are just so evil, so evil, but I won't go back there anymore. I will not set foot in that facility ever again, ever, ever, ever. There's a lot of other rescue places in the area that I live, and I will find my forever doggy. I know I will. So, that's the next chapter of my journey of finding my forever doggy, and thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.